Hey, this is Scott Sherbon from New Haven, Indiana. My name is Kevin from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, this is John Wilson from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and you're listening to the Dad Tired Podcast. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Show. So glad that you're hanging out with us today. Hey, man, I just want to thank all of you guys who have personally reached out and uh, just checked in on our family. I know last week I told you that we had been evacuated from our house because of all the fires around us. Um, this week, we were actually able to come back home. They've reduced it from a, a level three evacuation to a level two, which means be ready to go in case fires get worse. But as of right now, they've got them contained and so we can come home. So I just want to thank you guys for your prayers and thinking of our family. I know all of you guys are dealing with your own thing, man. So I, I don't want to like make it sound like my what we've got going on is any bigger than what I know many of you guys are struggling with. And uh, even as a, I'm always hesitant to even just share this stuff because I know a lot of you guys are dealing with you know, divorce or marital issues or your kids are sick or are in just a really difficult spot. You're dealing with job losses and some of you are dealing with natural disasters and all that kind of stuff. So I just um, don't think that I, I don't want you to think that us getting evacuated from our home uh, is the biggest deal. When we zoom out and we look at all of eternity, this really isn't that big of a deal. So thank you guys for those of you reaching out and just know I am, uh, I'm praying for all of us. Uh, I spend my mornings and prayer for the Dad Tired crew, uh, the crew being you, the Dad Tired listeners. And I just pray, man, that wherever you're at, um, whatever it is that you're experiencing, that you'd actually find Jesus in it and in the midst of it. And God's not like hoping to rescue you out of whatever you're experiencing so that he can like get things back on track. Like this is the track that he has you on. Whatever you're going through right now, right in this very moment, this day, this is the track that he has you on. And, uh, and so he's probably looking for obedience. He's probably looking for you to turn to him to realize that everything else that you put your hope in is going to fail you and that he's the only thing that can um, that's worth standing on. He's the only rock worth standing on. Everything else is sinking sand as Jesus taught in the parable. So just know I'm praying for you and uh, whatever you're going through, man, this is uh, God knew you'd be right where you are as of today. So uh, today I want to talk about really creating the space in order to hear from God uh, this is so huge for us as dads who are trying to lead our families well. It just doesn't make sense for us to try to lead our family if we aren't like in tune and in step with what the Spirit is trying to teach us. And so we we'll just roll and talk about for a few minutes today, what does it look like to have the space where God can actually speak to us? But before we do dive into that, I want to thank my friends over at Blinkist for sponsoring today's episode. I love Blinkist. It's one of the most used apps on my phone. For us as busy dads, it's hard to find the time to sit down and read a book. I can't remember, honestly, the last time I actually sat down and read a book, but I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. And one of the main ways that I listen to books is through the Blinkist app. Uh, Blinkist is unique. It's powerful. Works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser. It gives you the best key takeaways, the need to know information from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers and over 27 categories. They condense them down in what, into what they call blinks, 
which you can either read or listen to in just 15 minutes. They even have original podcasts uh, and audiobooks. That's a new feature that they just put on, which is really, really cool. I listen to a few books either in the car. I've been traveling a lot um, in the last couple of weeks, actually. I just got back from Alabama from a dad tire conference. and I'm about to get back on a plane tomorrow um, to go to another uh, event. And so uh, a lot of times I'll listen to a bunch of books uh, through Blinkist on the plane. Um, but again, if you, it's hard for us guys to find the time to do it. And this is a really great way to just consume a lot of great information pretty quickly. Uh, one of my favorite books on there right now is called a book called why we sleep by Matthew Walker. If you're a tired dad, obviously you want to learn a little bit more about sleep. It's a really fascinating read kind of goes underneath the surface of, uh, why we sleep. It's really, really helpful. And there's also a book on there called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, who has been on the Dad Tired podcast a couple times. And that was one of my favorite books of 2020. Excellent book that you can check out on Blinkist right now. Blinkist has a special offer just for you, our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash tired to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off your Blinkist premium membership and up to 65% off audiobooks yours to keep forever. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash tired to get 25%, 25% off a premium membership and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash tired. Let's dive into today's episode. So I mentioned that I've been traveling a little bit over the last couple of weeks and uh, things have picked up a little bit since the whole COVID thing started back in March. It's really been really, really quiet as far as travel goes. And then all of a sudden I kind of feel like the floodgates opened up and I've been speaking a lot and traveling a lot uh, the last couple of weeks and over the next several weeks. And even we've got some cool dad tired stuff coming up over the next couple of months. But I was on a plane this weekend and uh, I was I was just sitting there. I was doing getting some work done, doing some emails. I ended up watching a movie, and I had my headphones on. I have these uh, you know Bluetooth uh, noise canceling headphones so that you can kind of drown out drown out all the noise of the plane. And I'm so I'm wearing these, and I'm like really into this movie. And I I'm watching the movie, and all of a sudden I look up, and the the flight attendant is talking to me. And it looks like she's been talking to me for a long time. <laughs> like she's deep into her conversation and I have no idea how long she's been standing there. Like, I'm like, is that, did you just get here? I didn't, have you been here for 20 minutes? Have I missed something? Is like, what is happening right now? Uh, so I pull off my headphones and she just like, her sentence is still going and she's like halfway through it. I have no idea what she's talking about. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, you know, I pull off my headphones and I'm like, I'm sorry. What was that? And she's like, and then she says, I'm sorry. What'd you say? It's just so awkward. Such an awkward like encounter. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I had these headphones on if you couldn't tell, but <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm like, I had these headphones on. I, I couldn't hear what you said. Would you mind repeating that? And anyway, she was just grabbing drinks, um, for, <laughs> for everybody, but it was a really embarrassing moment. I just, I had no idea what she was trying to say. I didn't hear her. I have no idea what, how long she had been standing there. And, uh, you know, later I thought as I came home and I've, I've been uh, just reflecting back on the conference, the dad tired conference, thinking about the guys that showed up, I've been praying for them. And I was thinking about that, my experience with the flight attendant this week and just thinking about, man, I wonder how many times I have missed 
what God has been trying to say to me because I, uh, I've just got a lot of noise in my ears and there's a lot of things like I'm letting in and yet I just, God's been trying to talk to me or he's anxiously, um, anxiously is probably not word. I don't think God gets anxious, but you know, he's, he's, uh, excited to tell me something or speak something to me or show me something and uh, I've just completely missed it. Like I didn't even hear it or I wasn't even available to hear what he wanted to say because I've just been so focused on other things or I've got other noise coming into my ears. I know a lot of you guys, even just talking to you and and, and sharing messages with you guys online and uh, hearing you your stories in the Dad Tired Facebook group. And, uh, you know, as I get emails or DMs from you guys and I just, I, I can see, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm aware I've got a little bit of a pulse on the things that you're going through. And really, dude, like I, I'm not naive to, to think that all of your lives are just kind of all dandy rainbows and butterflies. Like, dude, I, I know you've got some really heavy stuff going on. And for some of you, it's more heavy than others, but all of us are in many ways dealing with stuff. And this is just such a weird year. And, and so I, I think that there are a lot of you guys who are dealing with, uh, you know, depression or anxiety or anger or lust or marital things or things with your kids. And you're just like heavy hearted. And I remember this particular season in my life where I was really struggling with a whole bunch of stuff. And I just was asking everybody, I was asking everybody, like, what did they think? I, I, I needed some like insight and some perspective on where I was at in life. And so I was asking some of my best friends. I remember asking a mentor. I remember asking a pastor. I remember talking to my wife about it. I'm just like trying to get insight because I'm just dealing with a lot of stuff. And I remember one one of my friends asked me like, what's God telling you to do? And I remember it was such a simple question. He wasn't trying to like be convicting or make me feel dumb or like, you know, Jesus juke me, like over spiritualize it, make me feel super dumb. Uh, But I felt convicted. I was like, uh, I haven't like prayed about this at all. And I remember him saying like, it's, he's, he said something to the effect of, and it was probably much nicer than what I'm making it sound. But the way I interpreted it was essentially like, you're going to everybody else for opinions. And there's only one who actually knows your future. And it just seems like the one that you should be going to, the one who actually knows how this story ends, how your story plays out, uh, is the one that you should be going to for counsel. And I just remember thinking, like, dude, that's so simple and yet so obvious and and so uh, convicting. I've missed it. How have I not gone to the one who has written every day of my life ahead of time and really sought his heart in the matter? And so I guess my challenge to you as a man who's listening to this, like what is burdening you right now? Like even as you listen to this podcast today, as you click this on and whatever you're dealing with, whether you're listening to this in the morning or at night or on a run or at work or in the quiet somewhere, or maybe you're traveling, like what, as you're listening to this in this very moment, what is the thing that's burdening you before you hit play on this episode what was the thing you were thinking about? And maybe you came here to the Dad Tired Podcast because you're hoping for some perspective on something that you might be dealing with and you've asked God, maybe just speak to me through this. Or maybe you've got a line of podcasts that you're going to fly through to try to get some clarity on some stuff that you're dealing with. Or uh, maybe you have plans to talk to some friends or listen to a particular news outlet or social media account that you're going to go to. And you're just kind of, you're going everywhere else. And I guess my encouragement would be to you, bro. Like when was the last time you just sat quietly with the Lord and asked him to speak to you? And I've been really convicted by this thought lately that I have, I I so desperately want to know, God, what are you, what are you trying to do in my life? I don't care how mature you get in your faith. 
uh, as a Christian, all of us kind of come back to, we are very me-centered, selfish <laughs> people. That's just naturally, like we are bent towards our own thing. And so uh, I know for a lot of us, we just keep coming back to like, God, what are you, what are you trying to do in my life? Like, what are you up to with my work, with my finances, with my marriage, with my kids, with my sin, with my, my hurt, my shame, my struggles? Like, I'm just consumed with God. What do you want to do in me and through me and with me and with my life? And yet, like we ask that question and I guess my question back to myself and really to you now would be, at what point do you stop to actually hear what God wants to say? Like, just think about your day today. Do you have a moment? Do you have something planned today where you're going to actually actively try to hear what God might want to tell you? Or have you done what I did on the plane? You put those headphones on, noise-canceling headphones, and you're playing whatever you're playing in your ears, and you've tuned out the rest of the world. And more and most importantly, you maybe have tuned out the voice of God, and you just go day, like moment by moment, hour by hour, and there's just noise, 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 noise. And God has been trying to speak to you maybe for days or months or even years, and you haven't even given him a chance to speak. And uh, I know, man, it's so weird. This is like, in some ways, this feels like elementary stuff. Like if if the po- Apostle Paul here, who's a writer in the New Testament, if you're not familiar with the scriptures, like he was one of the first uh, and most influential writers in the New Testament, in the Bible, uh, he would say this is like milk, you know, like baby's milk. This is this is not heavy stuff. I'm not giving you like deep theological truths that we're going to have to spend weeks unpacking. But the But the truth is, man, even though it seems elementary and it seems like really simple, I guess I'm just coming back to the fundamentals, as my basketball coaches used to say, Uh, coming back to the fundamentals and really asking myself, if I want to hear from God, when am I giving him a chance to speak? And that would be my question to you, man. If you want to hear from God, the one who has written every day of your life before you were even born, the one who knows what's happening in your marriage and what your marriage will be like 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. The one who knows your kids much more intimately than you do. The one who knit them together in their mother's womb. The one who knows every hair on your head, every thought that runs through your brain. The one who sees everything that you think is done in darkness. The one who's been to tomorrow the one who has every day mapped out, when's the last time you went to him and asked, Father, what do you want from me? Reveal in me areas that I need to grow. God, would you speak to me in the quiet? When's the last time you've been quiet before the Lord and just asked him to speak to you? Listen to these verses. Ecclesiastes 3, 7 says, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak. James 1.19, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to become angry. Psalm 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Exodus 14.14, 14. the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Psalm 37, 7, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. 
Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way over the man or over the man who carries out evil devices. Psalm 62, 5, for God alone, O my soul, wait in silence and my hope is from him. Job 6, 24, teach me and I will be silent. Make me understand how I have gone astray. Man, would that be, would we as men of God pray that same prayer that Job prayed in Job 6? Teach me and I will be silent. Make me understand how I have gone astray. Hey guys, we're going to talk here in a minute very practically about what it would look like for us to be quiet and really listen to what God would want to say to us. But I do want to thank my friends over at Tooletries for sponsoring this episode before we move forward. Uh, Tooletries is a really cool brand, especially for guys. I like having cool knickknacks that make sense for us men, and they've put together some products that are really great for you as a dad. Uh, They have what's called the Harvey and Oliver set. This is a fog-resistant, shatterproof mirror that you can actually put in your shower It holds toothpaste and toothbrush and razors. It's 100% silicone. It's perfect to organize all the toiletries and grooming tools that you use in the shower. They even have little things like drainage holes so that the water doesn't build up in there. It can work on a variety of surfaces, which means that you can attach it effortlessly to any smooth and shiny surface, mirrors, shiny tiles, marbles, glass, and then you can actually remove it and reuse it easily. Uh, The bundle is perfect for those of you guys who prefer like a really clean space for shaving or brushing in the shower and you want to keep your daily routine organized. One thing they've put together for you, the Dad Tired audience, is actually 15% off their products. If you go to tooletrees.com, we'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can just click on it and then you use the promo code DAD15, you'll actually get 15% off your order. Really cool products, perfect for the guys that like to stay organized in the shower. Let's dive back into today's episode. As I was thinking about recording this particular podcast episode, um, I would, my plan was to kind of end our time together by telling you, okay, man, what is the noise that's going into your ears? What are you listening to? What influences are speaking into you? What friends are you going to? What podcasts or news stations or social media outlets are you going to to kind of fill your ears and find direction and get some comfort and encouragement? Uh, and then what do you need to just like turn off? Like what, what, what would it look like for you to remove the noise canceling headphones and to sit silently before God and to just ask him what he wants to say to you? That was my plan is to really tell you to evaluate yourself, evaluate the voices and the noise that you have going on and really taking some time to be quiet and listen to the Lord. But then I thought, man, and it just kind of, as I was trying to be silent and asking God, what would you want me to speak and to encourage to the men who are listening to this episode? I just felt pressed like, dude, you've already allotted the time right now to listen to this episode. So why don't you pray now? Uh, And listen, some of you right now are going to hear that and you're like, all right, next, next episode, next podcast. What can I go to next? Bro, before you click off, (laughs) before you skip this, before you move on, uh, you've already budgeted the time. You saw how long this podcast episode was and you had planned in your brain to listen to it. And so dude, would you just take a few minutes right now? Why don't we just now Like, this is what I'm trying to learn in my walk with Jesus. When the scriptures say to pray without ceasing, like, 
what does that mean? Do we just like sit like a monk in some temple all day and pray? I don't think so. I think it means every time we get prompted, every time we feel an emotion, every time you feel like you're going to sin or you're tempted or you're lusting or you're angry or you're scared or you're worried about your future or you're in the middle of a fight, like whatever the thing is that you're dealing with right now to just stop and pray. Like, I wonder if that's what praying without ceasing looks like. I wonder if it just means every time you feel anything, just stop and pray, God, I give this to you. God, I need your clarity. God, I need your wisdom. God, you're the one who knows all these things already. Lord, would you give me wisdom? And it's just this constant state of prayer. And so I'm just asking you, bro, like right now, would you just stop with me and would you pray? Or would you stop with me and just be silent? Maybe the flight attendant has been trying to get your attention for a minute and you've had noise canceling headphones on. Maybe God has been trying to get your attention for months and months and months, years, and you haven't listened. And maybe the whole reason that you even turned on this podcast was God saying, please, will you just stop for a minute and listen to what I have to tell you? And so I want to give you the space to hear what God might be trying to say. Uh, I'm going to just give us some like promptings, uh, some things that you could think about as you are quiet or as you pray. I'm just going to like put in three minutes of quiet and, and just give you some space, some time that you already allotted to listen to this podcast. And I don't want to be a noise. I don't want to be something that's just in your ears, filling up space and over talking, talking louder than what God wants to say to you. So I just want to shut up for a minute, bro. And I just want to be quiet and I want you to listen to what God would have to say. So I'm going to just give you some prompts. We'll just take three minutes to just be quiet. I'll give you another prompt, something to think about. Uh, We'll take three minutes. I'll give you one more prompt, uh, something to think about. We'll take the final three minutes and then we'll close out, man. So my first thought is this. Uh, As you just sit in quiet or as you sit in silence, before you make the story all about you, before you convince yourself that you're the most important character in the story or you're the hero, bro, just remember for a minute, like, dude, your life is not as important. You are just a mist, right? We are a mist, man. Uh, We are here today, gone tomorrow. Like there will be generations after us, just like there have been generations before us. The world moves on. God still sits on his throne. He is the one who sits back and overlooks all of it. And so will we just zoom out, kind of take the picture, the camera off of us for a minute and recognize who is this story really about? So let's just take three minutes and do just just pray and, and recognize how good God is. Spend time in prayer about God. You are the God of all of creation. You are the God who mapped all the stars in the sky. You are the one on the throne. I'm not. I'm a servant and you are the king. You were the one who put all this together. You're the one who put our family together. You're the one who paired me with my wife. You're the one who is the main character of the story. So just spend three minutes in those kinds of prayers. Would that be the kind of language like you're sitting at the feet of the king and you're just acknowledging how holy and majestic he is?
I am fully aware that uh, sitting in silence is incredibly difficult, if not painful, for many of you. And uh, even just the environment that you're in right now may not allow you to be quiet or in silence. Um, Maybe you're around a bunch of people and it's just loud and chaotic and distracting. I get that, man. I know that this is a hard exercise. And, uh, and so I just want to encourage you, dude, like this is a something, this practicing of sitting in silence really is like practice and it's going to take a while and everything else uh, around you is going to be just fighting for your attention. Your brain is going to go on overdrive. Like, don't do this. Nope. We got a hundred other things that we need to work on right now or think about right now, or we've got a million other ways that we can be productive with our time. And dude, I just want to like, it really, really encourage you to fight against all of that. Um, to just sit for just, I'm, uh, this is like nine minutes total. You can do anything for nine minutes, right? Uh, just to sit for nine minutes of total silence for the day. If you think about your whole day, I know it's a big jump and it's so crazy to us. Like most of the world before the last couple hundred years had these big chunks of time where it was in silence. And yet we just, our, our world is so fast paced and there's so much noise that even nine minutes just feels awkward and hard and just like painful. But I'm just, uh, please just fight through it. Work on this as a practice. I, over these next three minutes, what I want you to do is just as you sit quietly and, and as silent as you can, I want you just to think about what is God trying to reveal in your heart? Like a, when you're quiet and when there's no noise, what's the thing that pops up? I, John Eldridge, who's a, a great author, talks about how sometimes it's like we're holding a beach ball underwater and we're really trying to keep it submerged. And the moment we let it go, it just pops up. And so I think sometimes for us, there are things that we've tried to submerge under and honestly, we're exhausted. Our souls are tired. Our arms are tired from just trying to push this thing down, compartmentalize it out of the way. And I wonder if you're just quiet for three minutes, what the spirit of God might try to pop up, what what he would reveal in you that you've been trying to push down. And just know that you're going to encounter a very gracious God, not one that's mad, not one that's trying to make you feel full of shame, but he just might reveal some things in you that, again, you've been trying to push down. So just take three minutes, as awkward as it is, as painful and hard as it is, just take three minutes of silence and really just ask, Spirit, would you reveal in me anything in there that is wicked, that's not of you? Would your kingdom come in every single area of my life? And uh, would your will be done? in all the areas, even the ones that I've tried to keep far from you.
Finally, as we end here, I want you to spend some time in prayer and in just silence and just thinking about the ones who God has given you the call and the charge to lead, your wife, your kids, anyone that may be working with you consistently, somebody that a coworker, uh, people who are near you often, who comes to mind? I want you to spend just the next couple minutes and pray for them, man. When's the last time you just prayed for the heart of your kids? When's the last time you prayed for your wife? When's the last time you prayed for the coworkers that you see all the time or that you interact with on a daily and weekly basis? What is God prompting you as you spend some time in quiet? What is he showing you? If your role is to come alongside of these people and help them get closer to Jesus, then be quiet to hear, be a student of what God is teaching them. Sit in silence for a minute and say, God, would you show me what you're doing in my wife? Would you show me the work you're doing in my kids? Would you show me the work that you're doing in my coworkers? God, I want to come alongside of you and partner with you for your glory to see these people come closer to you. And God, show me, give me insight and wisdom. And God will grant you that, man. I believe he will answer these prayers. These are the kind of prayers that God loves answering. We pray for a parking spot in the front of the store that God would fill up our bank accounts. I don't know what God thinks about those, but I do know God loves these kinds of prayers, man. Prayers that we humble ourselves. We put other people in front of us. We say, I'm dying to myself. I want to prefer my wife. I want to prefer my my kids and my, my coworkers and my friends more than myself. I want to serve them, God, as I serve you. So just be quiet for a couple minutes and really seek out God's wisdom in ways that you can partner with him for their good.
Jesus, I pray that you would speak to all of us as we've taken just a few minutes to be quiet before you, God, to seek after your heart. Lord, forgive all of us for having these headphones on that we fill our ears and our minds and our hearts and our eyes with noise and distractions. God, it's not even all necessarily bad, but Lord, all the things that keep us from hearing from you. And Lord, maybe for some of us, for some people who are listening right now, God, you have been quietly trying to talk for a long time and we just haven't pulled our headphones off to hear what you'd want to say. And so God, I pray that you'd speak. God, would you be clear? God, would you drown out the voice of the enemy who's trying to confuse right now? Lord, for all the guys that are saying, is this God talking? Is this myself talking? Is this the devil talking to me? God, I pray that you'd give clarity by your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that we would be men who are silent, who sit before the king, and we are slow to speak. We're quick to listen. God, what would you want to say to us? Lord, you know the days of our lives. You know all the days you have planned out for my marriage. You have all the days planned out for us as parents and dads. God, we come to you to seek wisdom. You are the one who knows the story and who has written it. And so God, forgive us for going anywhere else except for you for wisdom. We love you. We need you. We pray that you would show up and that you would teach us. God, would we be men who make this a regular habit? Forgive us for having so much other noise. It's in your name we pray. Amen.